0: You're listening to the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown, 1670 AM, right here in Farm Country, Kutztown, PA, getting ready for a weekend full of playoffs. Football this Saturday, field hockey this Saturday, and the Final Four for women's soccer this Saturday, all previewed right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KWar Kutztown. You're listening to the Bears Beat. My name's Josh, too. And I'm James Munster. James, a new time for us, specifically for this week, as we have the pleasure of catching up with Jed Novak a little bit later on in the show, so don't go anywhere, Jed Novak coming in in a little under a half hour to preview the football game, Got a chance to talk with him, this season they had outright PSAC Eastern champions, the beasts of the East, now for the past. 2 years 3 3 out of the past 4 years 3 out of the past 4 years unbelievable James there's so much to talk about and we're going to get that opportunity to talk with Judd Novak to break it all down the amazing season he had that's coming up a little bit later in a little bit later on in the show but James a little bit later time than we're used to but still the same storylines like we have every week. I mean, just absolute domination on every side of the sports atmosphere. I mean, women's soccer taking down Bloomsburg, first round of playoffs. They now host the remaining PSAC Final Four for women's soccer right here in Kutztown. We'll talk about field hockey a little bit later. But, I mean, James, this was a game that we were pre- previewing, excuse me, a lot last week on our show. And, I mean, The biggest question is, it just seemed like every time that the women's soccer team, as soon as they hit the playoffs, they would struggle a little bit. But, I mean, I don't know if you got a chance to watch that game, James. I I, was at the game. They did not struggle one bit. It was actually Boomsburg who struggled, to say the least. And, I mean, both sides of the game were played perfectly by Kutztown. Now they host the Final Four. I mean, James, let's just break this down for... Just a couple minutes. I mean, first of all, a quick start by Kutztown, right? I mean, you get a goal in the first 40 minutes. That doesn't seem like a lot, but you get on the board early. So that's the step one you need to take in any sport. Soccer, baseball, basketball, football, whatever it may be, you want to be the first team to get on the board. Whatever it may be, because then the momentum is in your favor. We talked about that a lot. So they got on the board early with Lexi Andres. Goal in the first 40 minutes, 39 minutes, 59 seconds. If you add a second, it's at the 40-minute mark, so we'll just round that up. And then with just about 17 minutes left in the game, Bridget Curtis adds the final straw. Another goal. Kutztown wins 2-0. They advance to take on, I believe, Gannon, correct? That sounds about right. It's. I know the final four is Cutstown, Westchester, Gannon, and uh, Mercyhurst. So Westchester takes on Mercyhurst, and we take on Gannon. The first game is at three o'clock. Second game, Clifton Gannon is at six. So that t- that second time might be a little bit off. Normally, what they do is they just say it's going to be following the previous game and they'll project the time. They said six o'clock, so somewhere. Following the first game, the second game, Kutztown will be playing in the second game. And, James, all I got to say is it is going to be a busy weekend of sports, to say the least. Yeah, Kuts- I mean,
1: what a, what a good way to be busy, though. I mean, like you mentioned, Kutztown sports this year has just gone way off like the charts. I mean, like you said, Kutztown football is hosting the PSAC championship. Um kutztown women's soccer the number one seed in the psac and is hosting a final four game against gannon and then of course our nationally ranked women's field hockey team is going to be hosting pace university
0: this saturday just what a weekend of kutztown sports josh absolutely and my biggest concern is it shouldn't even be a concern is do you you ever see when like the football games they always put out like a warning about the parking do you ever see those on the athletic yeah well I, I got an email, too, about how there's like a parking advisory because I'm sure a lot of fans are going to want to attend this championship game. But. It, it's, it, well, specifically, the PSAC championship in football, that place is going to be packed. Not to mention, too, I mean, you have two back-to-back Final Four games for soccer. Then you have the NCAA Division II field hockey playoffs. If Kutztown moves on, they go to the semifinals. Then if they win that one... Um, that's the, the next game, if, if they beat uh, Pace, like you said, we'll talk about that a little bit later, they're going to see Shippensburg once again. Um, it, it's just a lot's on the line right now. And, I mean, nerves are definitely going to be playing a factor, to say the least. But, I mean, let's just break down this game quick. I mean, we talked about th- the goals. I mean, we talked about And Andres with a goal in the first 40 minutes. We talked about Bridget Curtis in the last 18 minutes, coming up with another goal. I mean, it, it was a game, though, that I thought, James, was a, a lot more of a defense, shall I say, more than offense. And, I mean, Kutztown coming up big once again. I mean, four saves. Yeah, I, I, don't, I can't remember if you were at the game, Josh, but when I was at the game,
1: um, goalkeeper Cassandra Baker has just been, been performing amazing all season long. She had two really good saves in the game that if she doesn't make those saves, it's it could be a completely different story. She act, uh. Uh, the PSAC just announced the the all PSAC teams and she was actually I believe first team for goalkeeper so she's just been amazing all season long definitely a high point of this defense and basically Kutztown's defense for this women's soccer team is just amazing all the way around and could be the reason they take uh, a run to the championship.
0: Yeah absolutely I was just we were I was actually going to get into uh, the PSAC honors in a little bit we'll talk about that but I mean, you mentioned it. Cassandra Baker's having the season of her life probably right now. Four saves um, on the night specifically um, did not give up a single goal to say the least. And I mean, it, it. she's just one of those leaders that I think you have to look to to obviously come up big time. And I think that's something that Eric Bernstein is, was looking for. I mean, we talked about last show that you lost Kayla Arjun, who was one of your big leaders. You needed someone to step up big time to almost be like a a leader of some sorts and almost that captain of some sorts. But I I, I think they're looking um, to her specifically in in the playoffs. I mean, she was a force to be reckoned with in the regular season and she's stepping up once again in in the postseason. And I mean, dare I say defense might be the reason they win it all. I mean,
1: but their offense is just
0: as good. Absolutely. In
1: order to win games, you got to score goals and, I mean, that's what Kutztown's been really good at all season,
0: too. So. Absolutely. James, we're going to have to take a quick break here uh, to read a KUR notebook. Um, attention, KUR, KU students want to join a fun campus club. Join KUR. Fun events, great friends, and an opportunity to play your favorite tunes. await. wait, email KUR at Kutztown.edu. That's KUR at Kutztown.edu for more information. This message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kudstown University, K K.W.R. Kudstown, my name's Josh Chu. And I'm James Munster. You're listening to the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kudstown University, K Kudstown, 8 811 here tonight. A little bit later than we normally do it. The show normally airs uh, Mondays at 4 p.m., but due to our special guest joining us tonight here in the K.W.R. studio, we had to bump it back a little bit, but... James, it's great to be with you once again. I'm just Absolutely. I'm getting more and more prepared by the minute for this interview. It is going to be a blast, to say the least. Jed Novak coming in in just a little under 15, 20 minutes to preview the football game. So as much as I want to talk about football, we unfortunately do have to table that for a little bit later. But, James, we were talking about uh, the women's soccer and, I mean, the many wonders they're doing this season. And, I mean, you... I know for you personally, you're more of an offensive player. So, I mean, we could talk about offense first, but there's a lot to talk about on defense. So, I mean, down. 29 goals on the season. They average one and a half goals goals per game. They On the season, they have uh, 265 shots. That averages to about 13.9. We'll be generous and round that up to uh, 14. I mean, just unbelievable to say the least. Shots on goal, um, 120 and 120 on the season that averages to 0.45 a game. I mean, just un- unbelievable numbers for the women's soccer team. I mean, 53 saves, I mean, Cassandra Baker, I mean, that's just one of the reasons why she's having the career the uh the season of her career probably right now. Yeah, and I she and not only is she
1: she making a lot of saves. Um she's not letting any goals past her. This was her third shutout against Boomsburg all season, and I'm sure there were many more shutouts all season against other teams. I mean, obviously, Kutztown's good at scoring goals, and they're, not, they're very good at not letting other teams score goals because of Cassandra Baker and that defense. So just another stat I wanted to point out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought it up, James, to say the least. I mean, on the season, seven goals from opposing teams. That averages to .37 per game, 120 shots on the season, it averages to about six shots per game. Um, shots on goal, sixty-one on the season. That averages to .5. So fifty percent of the time that they shoot, it's on goal. So that's that's a high percentage right there. Fifty percent, fifty percent of your shots are on
1: target. That's that's pretty good right there, Josh.
0: I was about to say that 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 did seem a little bit high. Um, but I mean, to say the least, I mean, hundred and twenty shots on goal, sixty. 60- uh, 120 shots on the season from opponents. 61 are on goal. That's a high number, but I mean, the competition in the PSAC and their their schedule. They they played a tough schedule to say the least. I mean, you play a lot of in conference matchups, but to say the least, I'm I mean, you have a tough schedule. I, it, it's just the reason that number is so high is, you, the the PSAC play that you put yourselves in you're in and you're out because of the conference you compete in it's just it's a tough schedule and i mean considering the fact that they haven't lost a single game yet five ties on the season four in conference 14 wins 12 of those in conference i mean but not a single loss not a single loss at all i mean you you have three straight wins Bloomsburg, East Stroudsburg, Mansfield, you tied Bloomsburg, then you beat Shepard, then you tied Westchester, then you beat Shippensburg, Millersville, Haven, Mansfield, tied with Bloomsburg. And not to mention, too, it was interesting that Kutztown, they scored two goals against Bloomsburg, but the couple times that they did see them in the regular season, it was a 0-0 draw in all those regular season um, matchups. And I thought that was pretty interesting because I thought the score might be one nothing and go into a shootout, but all it needs is ninety minutes of regulation, and Kent comes out of there with a two 0 win. And I mean, it's something that Eric Bernstein, the head coach of the women's soccer program, has to like because it's just one of those situations that when it comes when it matters the most, your your team can come up big time and and honestly get you the win and you move on that's that's exactly what you're looking for
1: yeah and you mentioned Eric Bernstein and how he's doing a great job leading this team and you I know you were going to mention the honors of the PSAC but he just won coach of the year in the PSAC so not only is us as Kutztown fans recognizing the job he's doing but everyone around in the area in the PSAC conference recognizes what great of a job he's done this year
0: winning coach of the year honors absolutely he's Definitely won that honors a, a couple of times in the past couple of years, and I mean, just we'll we'll talk about it a little bit now. Bridget Curtis, Caitlin Economopolis, uh, Dana Wentz, Eric Bernstein, Caroline McDonald, Lexi Andres, the Temple transfer Cassandra Baker, all getting PSAC honors. That's that's seven right there. That's if, like from one team, almost half the team. So. I mean, I mean, six players, and and six out of the six players, they're all starters. I mean. Correct me if I'm wrong, James, but the starting number of of people for the team is either 10 or 11, right? It is 11. 11. 10 on the field and then one in the goalie. goalie, Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just doing the math quick, that's over half of your starting roster gets all PSAC honors. I mean, dare I say that's a team that's destined for greatness this year and a coach that, I mean, you get the coach of the year, I mean... Dare I say, it, it's it's genuinely a team that's destined for greatness. I know we say this a lot, but that's seven people right there that get all PSAC honors. That That's a number you, you genuinely cannot make up. Unbelievable, to say the no, least. This, this team is destined for greatness, and
1: you can't take any team lightly, though. Of course, we keep mentioning this game against Saturday versus Gannon, and you got to get the job done. You can have all your players on the honors team, but if you don't come out and play and play your best then anything's possible any given night so I'll be there
0: rooting them on and hopefully they could get it get the job done. Absolutely this is where it matters the most I mean the regular season records they don't matter now you already got into the playoffs I mean dare I say that no one is really looking at your records anymore you're there so you're obviously a good team I mean you don't need your record to prove that anymore what you need to prove is that you can come out in these big time situations and ultimately get a win when it matters the most and I think Kudstown, I mean, in the past couple of years, they've come so close, and then they just can't complete the job. But, I I mean, I, f- I just have a different feeling about this year and how it's going to be so much different. I mean, it's just a, t- a team that gained so many people over the season. And, I mean, it's just been a, a culmination now of three years of rebuilding of sorts while well, you're losing a couple of key pieces. But they're still contending in... PSAC conference. I mean, it's just they're dominating week in and week out. I mean, and and dare I say, you've got to be looking at that PSAC championship, but I mean, if you continue this winning streak, you're destined to be the number one seed in the NCAA Division 2 playoffs. And not to mention too, your first game, your first actually two games for a good amount of teams, because this happened my freshman year, will be at home. So not only if you win out here in the PSAC Championship, you get the crown, but you're also going to get a couple of home games as well. So, I mean, there's a lot at stake right now. And dare, and dare I say as well, I, I hate to look forward, but, like, you need you need to almost... You, you need to be looking ahead so that you can put yourselves in these type of situations that will ultimately put you at a good chance for success. I mean, yeah... Having that home field advantage is definitely
1: uh, a great opportunity to go t- towards the national championship. But personally, I think you should take it one game at a time. They have that a game this Saturday, and then they still got to focus on winning the PSAC, which is still an amazing accomplishment. I can't remember the last time the women's soccer program won the PSAC. So take it one game at a time, one tournament at a time, and then focus on the national playoffs. But, yeah, like you are saying, they, this team is one of the best in the country Winning the national championship out of all of Division
0: Two is definitely not out of reach. Absolutely. And, I mean, it's just looking better and better by the week. And, I mean, it just comes down to this Saturday. You need – it. dare I take a, a phrase out of Coach Jim Clements, the head coach of the football team's book, but, I mean, it's just you're going 1-0 and every week. And, I mean, I, I definitely think that's the motto from Eric Bernstein now. But, James, I mean, we're having a really great conversation about women's soccer. But, unfortunately – It's about the 20-minute mark. We do have to take a break here on the Bears Beat. But coming up, more athletics conversations, preparing ourselves for the football discussion. BSAC Championship coming up this week. You're listening to the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, K-War. Stay with us. Keep it here. Keep it real. You're listening to The Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kudstown University. KOR Kutztown. My name's Josh Two, And I'm James Munster. And James, we were just wrapping up our discussion with women's soccer. How they're continuing their tradition of excellence in the playoffs. Hopefully trying to capitalize it with a trophy. And I mean, it's, it's something that I mean, I was looking back on the past couple of years and I mean, it's just something that I think Eric Bernstein needs, just that landmark championship win. And I, I think it's definitely a coach that deserves it more than, more than anyone. I, I personally think that I think he, he a hundred percent deserves it more than anyone. He's a, he's definitely a, a hardworking uh, coach. Um, I mean, he's is a a great leader. Um, I mean, I've had many discussions with him over the past now three years that I've been here about the about his program. I mean, the great works that he's doing, and I I mean, it, it, he's just a a coach. It's almost like. Do you ever had that coach in high school or wherever it may be that just deserved a a championship more than anyone? Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I I I think he might be that coach that deserves it 100% more than anyone. And, um, I mean, he he just needs, he, he deserves it, but I think more or less he needs it um, just to solidify the program as one of the best women's soccer programs, not only in the state, but also in the nation. And I think this might be the year that he does it. But, James, great conversation about women's soccer and the next championship team we're talking about the field hockey team i mean definitely not the way they wanted to end to say the least but it didn't end i don't no, even know they I, obviously
1: you're talking about the heartbreaking loss they had in the psac playoffs if you don't know kutztown lost to shippensburg in the semifinals of the psac playoffs in in overtime right a 1-0 loss in overtime but they have a chance to redeem themselves in the d2 national playoffs as they have just been selected, and that's what we're talking about this Saturday against Pace University, they have a chance to redeem themselves, Josh.
0: No doubt about it. I mean, I didn't even really know how to word it because, I mean, it didn't end the season, but it almost, in a sense, almost thought that the season might end because we talked numerous times about the playoff format for field hockey and, I mean, how you take very limited teams. You take only about two or three teams, and, I mean, uh, not two, not two or six three. Teams six total out of the whole country. Six teams, but l- that's like two or three, like from a, a certain, like from a couple of regions. I mean, like, Kutztown and Shippensburg, I know, got in, and then Pace, Pace is who uh, town is going to see first round. But it, it, what I meant to say is, like, it was like two or it seems like it's just two or three teams per region, and I mean, it's extremely tough to get in, and I'm, I mean. It's just redemption time for Kutztown at, at this point simply because, I mean, you had that heartbreaking loss to Shippensburg. You almost had it one nothing finish. I mean, when it comes to stats-wise, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. It was just that, that one goal. And, I mean... In overtime, too, could you not? In overtime, too. I mean, that that's the part that breaks your heart even more. Like, you, you almost had it, and you're battling it out. And you just drop that one goal, and it's it like game over. You know it's tough. I mean, you're definitely gonna like. What do you say to your team after you just lost a heartbreaking game to Shippensburg, one nothing? You almost had it. You almost had it. You left them unscoreless, and I mean, I I definitely think that. It's just, it's definitely tough to
1: say the least. No, for sure. And let me give you this stat of the game. Kutztown had 21 shots and Shippensburg only had 13. So Kutztown was having way more opportunities to score. And it, it just took that one by Shippensburg to just break their
0: hearts. Absolutely. But James, unfortunately, we are going to have to take another quick break with a quick song as we prepare Jed Novak to come in for hopefully. To prepare for the uh, upcoming football game. There's a lot to talk about with that game, James. A lot to talk about. So we are going to have to take a quick break. But when we come back, Jen Novak is going to be joining us here in the KUR studio. You're listening to the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University. KUR Kutztown. Stay with us. You're listening to the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kudstown University KUR. Kudstown, my name is Josh too And I'm James Munster. And like we promised you the listener, we got Judd Novak here in the KUR studio to preview this week's PSAC championship game. Two out of the past three years now for the Golden Bears. Going for the championship once again. Judd, thanks for coming on, man. An absolute pleasure to talk with you. I had an interview with you after that Millersville game. I talk to you about this opportunity you were more than willing to come on i appreciate it 100 percent. i mean judd you, we there's so much to talk about with this upcoming game but i mean just the season i mean so much to talk about i don't know if you want to start out with an opening statement or anything like that no i just
2: want to say uh thanks for having me this is awesome i'm glad i can be here um yeah just blessed for the opportunity that's that's coming upon me
0: Yeah absolutely and I mean just the the first question I have and we were talking about this a little bit before we went uh back on air I mean just you obviously had uh Jake that played here Mm -hmm. um for all the Golden Bear football fans that uh, follow us here in a year out I mean Jake Novak uh, a star that played in this program now for five five previous years um and then you were almost introduced to the program through those five years but you also had um Olivia Novak, who played uh, for the women's soccer program. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what was the deciding factor for you that made you want to come to Kudstown? Was it just that family atmosphere of not only your brother playing here, but your sister? Or was it something else?
2: Um, I definitely think the family uh, had a huge impact on it. I mean, it came here all the time. Um, I knew the place. I was familiar with it. But, uh, I mean, I, I loved I loved the coaches especially and the players um, when I came here on my visit and i mean jake uh, always just brought me up to his teammates um and they were always uh they always welcomed me with open um arms but yeah um i would just say everyone was just awesome i loved i loved the atmosphere here and i was like yeah this is a clear decision that i'm gonna come to Cutsdown.
0: yeah absolutely And one of the things i was thinking about was you know you were just an absolute star in high school i mean you know you the the resume speaks for itself basically um, I was just looking at the many accomplishments and you, the resume, like I said, speaks for itself. Thank so, um, I mean, just the amount of offers you got out of high school, I couldn't even imagine. I mean, and just to think that you chose here, I mean, definitely a bright future ahead. it, But we'll mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit later. Uh, James?
1: Yeah, Judd, it's a pleasure to meet you. Yes, sir. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, you had the opportunity to, st- I mean, you didn't really start the season, I think donnie blaine started the season what was yes. it like just like being thrown in as the starter and not really knowing what was gonna happen
2: <laughs> yeah it was crazy um after donnie went down coach called my name and i was like all right let's just uh take advantage of this um let's just do something that uh the coaches will want to keep me in and um yeah i just i did my best uh and i think the coaches liked what they saw and donnie still couldn't play uh the, the following week and they're like all right we're gonna we're gonna roll uh, ride with judd and um yeah, I, just, I did the best I could. Um, followed my teammates. They had my back for sure. I mean, we couldn't pull out the win on uh, Cal U. I mean, I still want that game back. But, um, yeah, I mean, just following what the coaches told me and just uh, having my players behind
0: my back, that was just all I needed. Absolutely, and, and that actually leads into my next question. I mean, I, I just want to briefly touch on that Cal U game. I mean, your first collegiate start, your first collegiate game, I mm-hmm. mean, what was it like transferring those skills that you had in high school, the great career you had in high school, to now the college level quickly introduced, dare I say, after you know you were you your freshman year? Hmm. Um, what was it like transferring those skills? Would you say it was easier or would you say it was a little bit of an, an adjustment? It was
2: for sure an adjustment. Um, I learned I learned so much this uh, spring um, just with all the plays, the reads, and everything. Um, I mean, getting told that I was going to start like, right before the game um, I was just I was so excited I was I literally almost had tears in my eyes just like of that much excitement um but yeah
0: and I mean just to follow up that question specifically in that Cal U game I mean just a, a lot of we'll talk about um this a little bit more but a lot of pressure was thrown on you in that Cal U game and mm-hmm. you seemed to respond just really well I mean your you, your you're read specifically in that game and how they progressed throughout this season were just unbelievable to say the least. I I I mean I've I've been watching it all season. Mm-hmm. It's very very easy to tell that just the progression you made is unbelievable. Thank you. I mean just you you get you get the call in that Cal U game and I mean was it was it nerve wracking? How did you handle that pressure specifically in week in that first? Week two, but you're week one in college football. Yeah, I mean,
2: I didn't know I was uh, starting until uh, that day. Um, so I was just going at, uh, during the week, I was just like, all right, just pretend you're the, st- like, pretend you know you're going to be the starter. Um, have that mindset. But, yeah, um, I mean, I was definitely nervous, obviously. obviously but uh, I, I just, uh, after, after that first play, I was like, all right, this is just like another game, you know? These are they put on their uh their clothes just the same way i do you know and um yeah I just rolled with it
0: james
1: yeah well that's really cool to hear that you were you didn't even know you were going to start yeah like you just jumped right into it Mm -hmm. and you went into practice every day just thinking you were going to be the starter and that kind of transitioned to my next question like college like obviously is very physically demanding but like time consuming with like school Mm -hmm. and everything as well like how do you, like, balance this out with, like, all of your academic responsibilities as well?
2: I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, as Coach says, academics come first, which is extremely important because we're going to be doing that after uh, college. Like, I mean, if you're going to do football, you can. But academics is extremely important. So, um, I mean, you got to take care of that. Um, you, we have the resources. We have study hall. We have all those things. And then, I mean, it's it's you have to watch film, like, you have to you have to see what the defense is doing. You have to see what you're doing. Um, so it, yeah, I mean, you have to manage your time well. Uh, no time to be lazy, um, especially during the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just have you have to be strict with yourself, and you have to have a good mentality.
1: Yeah, I have a I have a couple classes with some of your linemen, I, <laughs> and I have a nine a.m. accounting class with two of them, and I, I, they literally are watching film like all class. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yeah, because I think they have they have like a meeting in the morning yep yep we so. have
2: meetings at uh, 11 tuesday and thursday
1: yep mm-hmm. so i i see them preparing before the meeting so yep. it's always funny that's awesome
0: well well I, I actually have a question about that a little bit later on but um i mean it, james just adding on to your point i mean then the number of um just dean's list athletes here at the university it's it's unbelievable yeah. to say the least and i mean specifically with football the the number is significantly higher than any other sport here and i think that just I mean, dare I say, is that is that just a, a something, that you, you already mentioned it, but that's something, I is that Jim Clements, you know, is that something he holds you guys to a higher standard specifically, not only on the football field, but out in the classroom as well?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I, Coach Clements is a great coach. Um, he, uh, he definitely, he uh, emphasizes uh, that grades are extremely important. Um, yeah, I would say that uh, a lot of Dean's List players, I mean, Dean's List people, uh, students, um, is because of what Coach Clemens has told us. Like, you gotta you gotta be on your grades. We do academic checks um, every week, uh, and the co- uh, we go to our coaches and they check how we're doing, uh, what we got on previous tests and quizzes, and what's coming up. Um, so they're always checking up on us, and uh, so they know what's going on and if they need if we need to go to any tutoring or anything. So the resources are available, and it's on us. It really is.
0: That's 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 actually really interesting to hear that you guys have all those programs in place. But James and Judd, unfortunately, we are going to have to have to take a quick break mm-hmm. here on the KUR Bears beat. But coming up, we're going to talk more with Judd Novak and preview the upcoming Slippery Rock game right here on KUR. Stay with us.
3: Programming on KUR provided in part by the students of Kutztown University Radio. Checking Campus Headlines... Town scored 14 unanswered points in the final 8 minutes and 14 seconds to defeat Westchester, 27-17 Saturday, November 4th at John A. Farrell Stadium in Westchester University. In the process, the Golden Bears finished a perfect 7-0 in the PSAC East play while capturing the division's outright title for the first time in the last four seasons. The Bears got on the board first and spent most of the afternoon in front, but things got a little hairy in the second half. The Bears fell behind to 17-13 with 9.49 to play following a Westchester touchdown concern swept the Kutztown fans who our sideline reporter Mitch Smedley say were out in full force in Westchester, taking the hour drive south to support the Maroon and Gold. And the Golden Bears thanked them beautifully moments later, not giving that aura of concern in the air any time to fester, responding with a beautiful 69-yard touchdown from quarterback Judd Novak to wide receiver Makai Gibson that put the Golden Bears back in front just over a minute later. Here's how that special moment sounded live here on KUR with KUR Play-by-Play announcers Jack Heim and Josh Toot on the call. Novak. Looks to throw, fires over the middle. Gibson caught. 45-40, 35-30, 25-20, 15-10-5.
1: Touchdown, Golden Bears. 69 yards from Akai Gibson.
0: The big play capability strikes again. And just like that, they can strike just as quickly. The defense has struggled in this second half. But it's Judd Novak and his leadership only a redshirt freshman he can step up like that big time in situations that they need him the most he can do it and i think that's what makes him the type of quarterback that he is he steps up when they need him the most
3: Cootstown's Vaughn defense stepped up to force a punt on Westchester's next possession, and the Golden Bears offense put the game away with an eight play, 55 yard drive that ended in Darrell Davis McNeil's 14 yard touchdown run with less than two minutes to go. The Golden Bears now prepare to host fifth ranked Slippery Rock in the PSAC Championship game at Andre Reed Stadium Saturday, November 11th at noon. The game marks a rematch of the 2019 and 2021 PSAC title games. Slippery Rock won the 2019 edition 37 to 35, but KU emerged with a 38 32 win in 2021. Slippery Rock won the PSAC Western Division with a perfect 7 0 record in league play and holds a 10 0 record on the season. Kutztown will be making its fifth appearance in the league championship game since its rebirth in 2008. Go, Golden Bears! We'll have that game with this coming Saturday live here on KUR. We check news hourly on KUR.
0: You're listening to the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kudstown University K R Or my name's Josh, too. And we got Judd Novak here in the studio with us. We were just kicking off our interview. Judd, thanks for joining us. Mm -hmm. Big game this week. And, I mean, this leads perfectly right into my next question. We were talking about this a little bit um, at the break. I mean, it just seems like every time you're thrown in these high-profile situations, almost, almost these tense situations, you just always seem to have an answer, and I mean, it, it's just unbelievable to say the least. Because not only to mention you're a redshirt freshman, I mean, it, your your first season playing collegiate football. I mean, the the moment it just seems like it's never too much for you. How do you almost prepare for these type of situations? But also, too, I don't think preparation can do a lot, just enough justice because you can't really I don't think you really can prepare for a type of situation but how do you stay calm in these type of situations and deliver every single time how how do you do it
2: yeah for sure um I would just say just approaching it like it's any or any other play or any other um situation um don't let the moment get too big for you for sure um I would say the other thing is just I always I I think I was talking to you about this um on our interview earlier but I uh, always just rely on uh my lord and savior jesus christ um uh he he's the center of my life um and yeah i i would just say he he's led me through this way um trusting his plan um and you know just just trusting the teammates and trusting the coaches and what they've done and what they're doing um and you know everything just it'll it'll fall into place you know i
0: would say that absolutely i i would that was something you did mention in the Mm -hmm. interview and i i i definitely um I'm definitely on the same mindset as you I mean the opportunities I have here it's just I'm extremely blessed Mm -hmm. and I mean I mean definitely um James
1: yeah that's really awesome to hear Judd and I just want to get more into the preparation with this Slippery Rock game as you know how tough an opponent Slippery Rock has been I mean I think they're top 10 ranked in the country Mm -hmm. they're undefeated on the season like what are you and your team doing to prepare for an opponent like Slippery Rock
2: I mean yeah we know we know they're good um they're very disciplined um they got a lot lot of good uh guys returning um but yeah i mean we know we have good guys too um we can work in space with them um we can we can beat them in uh in ways uh what our coach is drawing up i mean we'll, we'll take uh we'll take the underdog advantage you know um we like the uh, with a challenge, and you know what? It's at it's at Kutztown.
1: Yeah, Andre Reed Stadium.
2: Andre is Reed be Stadium. jumping. It, it'll be jumping. Um, we love it. Yeah, we're ready for it. It's it's going to be an
0: unreal atmosphere for sure. And that actually leads me into um, a, lo- a lot of my next questions. It just seems like because I, I've seen now both sides of um, you know the home atmosphere versus um, Kutztown traveling on the road, and I'll I'll say this hands down anywhere, any time of the week, um, Andre Reed Stadium is. N- no place like other mm-hmm. I mean uh, specifically at Westchester I'll, I'll say that I mean it was their second to last final home game I mean it was a game they wanted to win A mm-hmm. pretty uh, it w- there was a lot riding on that game specifically specifically too it was a, a big rivalry game but yeah. I mean no place compares to anything like Kutztown I think you know how has the fan base here at Kutztown helped you specifically but the entire football team you know throughout this season I mean it's just a turnaround of a season, dare I say? But you know, it just could sound. It just seems like they're with you guys every step of the way. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think
2: we have an unreal fan fan base. Um, I, uh, we have a huge home field advantage for sure, um, and I think it's awesome. Even seeing all the alumni that come to the game. I mean, almost after every game, um, I always see alumni and they always come over to me and uh, congratulate me and just talk to me. Like it's just you can just tell how much cutstown football means to a lot of these people and uh it's just awesome to hear awesome to see and also awesome to hear them and support us james
1: yeah that is really cool i know jerome cap who mm-hmm. had the chance to play in the nfl he didn't get signed a team but that's a really cool alum that i see in the stands a lot have you oh, got yeah. the chance to talk to him at all after the game
2: oh yeah i always talk to jerry um i mean jerry was best friends with my brother jake so we always go the to the tailgate afterwards and i just talk to jerry um sometimes I talk to him during the week um but yeah I mean my brother even talks to uh, Craig Reynolds um and he always oh, just wow. he uh comments and he's like uh what's Kostan doing this week and stuff and then Jake relays that to me so it, it's pretty cool that uh Kustown has that much of a following
0: no that is really cool you get mm-hmm. to talk to all these people I'm sure that really helps in your development yeah for sure just I, I know you touched on this a little bit earlier but I want to try to take a, a deeper dive to this um I mean, you know, it just, there's always 22 players on the field, but I mean, just not only is offense under great leadership, but just both sides of the ball, special teams. And I mean, that just comes down to Coach Clements, Coach Fargo, Coach yeah. Quarterman. I mean, just an unbelievable coaching staff. I mm-hmm. mean, they, they, know, they know what th- they're talking about. I've had numerous com- conversations with a couple of coaches. Um, um, I mean, just how have these coaches helped you develop into the player you are today?
2: yeah I mean I've learned so much from what coach quarterman has taught me um just by reading the defenses with like just more intent I would say um knowing how to read them knowing what they're going to do before they do it seeing what kind of blitz uh, they're bringing to us or what kind of coverage um I would say I learned a lot of that from coach quarterman um and then coach Clemens I mean he just brings such a just a great energy to practice and then to game days I mean you, you just want to win for Coach Clements, and it, it's awesome. He's he's an extremely good coach, and, and then Coach Fargo, he's an extremely good defensive coach. Our defense is just playing unreal right now, and I'm excited to see what they do uh, this Saturday. James? Yeah, I mean,
1: Jim Clements obviously is a really good coach, and you can really see how he impacts his players. What's it like going to locker room before a game or like at halftime when things are looking rough or like, what like what are those conversations like with your teammates and Jim Clements especially
2: um yeah i would say we we never get discouraged um we definitely know we have to like fix things at halftime readjust what what can we do better what do we like um what do we not like um what is the defense doing that we're not seeing so all of all of the coaches and the players we come together we talk we figure it out we see what we like and then we just go from there
0: I've absolutely uh, i Hate to take another quick break, but a quick announcement from the K War Notebook. Attention, KU community! Want K at your event? No problem. Go to www.coodstown.edu/kwar, find live events, remote, read the reminders, and fill out the form. Our promotional director or an e-board member of K War will reach out to ASAP. An important reminder about events is that K War needs at least three weeks' notice to even consider your event. No exceptions. This message is brought to you by the radio voice of Kudstown University, K War, You're listening to the Bears' Beep. My name's Josh Chu. And I'm James Munster. We're joined by the quarterback of the football team, Jed Novak. Just a quick announcement. Football tickets are selling for this Saturday, the PSAC championship game, Slippery Rock coming into Klitztown. I did, th- James, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, tailgate permits are already sold out. Parking permits, I, I can 100% guarantee they are going to sell out before this Saturday. So if I were you and you did not get your tickets, I'd probably get them because it's going to be the game of the season right here. In our own backyard, Kutztown Andre Reed Football Stadium. We talked about the atmosphere and how that has helped. But I mean, one, one more point I want to touch on. Um, just every every week, um, whether it be on the way home, whether it be um, leaving from an away stadium, um, Coach Clements. It always seems like I, I follow all the coaches on Twitter. That's where I get a lot of the news from. Every week he just posts mm. three symbols. That's it, three, and it <laughs> and it and, and it means a lot, and it's and it's the motto he goes by one and oh yep. and that's and that's it and i i mean it's it it doesn't when i got here my freshman year and i saw one and oh on the back of everyone's shirt i said mm-hmm. okay you'll go one and oh this week but they continue to wear the shirt and i, I had to ask someone i said well you're not one and know you're five and oh now yeah. i mean but i mean how has that motto helped you as a player and your offense i mean you you you, you come back to kutztown after um the first two weeks you're looking to go 1-0 against mercyhurst i mean was it is it easy to reset after every week or how do you guys do that as a team
2: um yeah i would say after sunday or monday after monday when we're done watching film from saturday we're like all right it's flushed it's over we're on to the next week we're on to whoever we're playing so that's that's where our motto kind of comes from um, I mean, I think it came back from, I don't know when Coach Clements was coaching, but I think it was when they were 0 3, and they're like, you know what? If we just focus on going 1 0 every week, um, everything will fall into place. And then that year, I, I believe they went to the PSAC Championship. Um, so, And then it just kind of stuck with uh, Kutztown. Um, so that's why 1 0 means so much to Coach Clements and to, to Kutztown because if you just can control what you can control, um, everything will fall into place. And yeah, yeah, that
1: one and no mindset will definitely come into play this week as you're taking on Slippery Rock. as mm-hmm. You're, you're going to try and hand them their first loss in the biggest game of the season, potentially. I mean, yeah, Slippery Rock, like a monster house of a team. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of this PSAC championship history, as you probably know. That it's like a, a three-time rematch yeah. from 2019 and 2021. I don't know if your brother was... Your brother was obviously on the 2021 team, and mm-hmm. I don't know about the 2019 game, but like, is there kind of, like, a, a revenge type of, like, robbery here with Slippery Rock?
2: Yeah, I think there is. I, th- I think it's pretty cool that we're uh, in this uh, repeat of, like, history. Um, yeah, I, I think that both teams know that, like, we've been in this situation before. The coaches obviously know it. And I think both of us want to prove that, like, we can win the PSAC championship. So I'm, I'm just so excited for this game. Like, uh, all the players are extremely excited, too, and all the
0: teammates, like, um yeah we're just ready for saturday just to note something quick before my next question uh on the history of kutztown versus slippery rock kutztown has five wins 11 losses their past two they have won two years two a year ago now they won in regular season and the year before that that was the psac championship 2019 they did lose the psac championship but i mean it's just a tradition of tradition of excellence here in this program and one mm-hmm. thing i, I do want to touch on it just i mean you already mentioned it um the deep defense is having th- probably their best year of football that i've ever seen it, not mm-hmm. in any sport nfl high school college mm-hmm. division one division two division three it doesn't matter i mean to give up about 14 points a game is unreal you can't ask much more of a defense that they're about Ranked, they're naturally ranked right around 7 the last time I looked. That was last week. I mean, what is it like playing in perfect harmony with a defense that that plays so well together?
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they save our butts a lot, you know, and uh, we're very grateful for them. We'd like to, um, you know, return the favor to them more more often uh, than not because, I mean, sometimes when we can't, we're just like, ah, that's on us. You know, the, the defense got us again. But I mean, it's it's awesome to rely on them. Um, it's awesome to watch them, and and so many of the star players, um, like Tyler wary Cam Wolf, um, Anton Lloyd, all Justin Harris, all of them. Um, yeah, I mean, the energy that they bring, and I'm I'm just extremely grateful for them for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. the the, the biggest game that I look to as well. That almost I don't think I've ever had a a, a nervousness to myself. Except for that lock in game. That was oh man. That <laughs> yeah. that, that, that almost that almost ruined oh. ruined the season. Oh man. But I mean, defense doesn't give up a yard at the seven. I mean, unbelievable. Oh, and really? then you and then you intercept it in their own goal. I mean, unbelievable to say the least. And yeah. I mean you could definitely tell that I mean, just it, it defense and offense work in perfect harmony, James. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't able to watch the Lock Haven game, but I was he- on the field for that rainy Shippensburg game, mm. and that was a defensive battle for sure. I think the final score was like 9-6 to six after you scored that yeah. overtime run, but yeah, that our defense has just been unbelievable all season long. Mm-hmm. So what is it like being surrounded by all these veterans on your team? You mentioned Tyler Worry, Cam Wolf, mm. and even guys on the offense like Curtis Ravenel and Daryl Davis, what is it like having this veteran mentality around you? Does that really help you develop your game as well?
2: Yeah, it does. I mean, they know what they're doing. They've been in this situation before, like uh, in twenty-one. A lot of them have even played in that game, um, so they know how like practice should look. They know what a championship, PSAC championship team looks like. Um, I mean, and they're extremely excited. They're uh, they're they're keeping us to a, a high level of intensity. Um, yeah, I think we have a lot of great leaders leaders this year.
0: Absolutely, it's uh, what what I always say on our broadcast is it's a l- it's a lot of uh, veteran presence with a sprinkle of um, youngness to them, and mm. I definitely think that you know, I mean, putting putting yourself in these high pressure situations and always delivering, I mean, it's just preparing you for these next couple years. Yeah. I, I, I said it earlier, and I'll say it again: you have a bright future ahead of you. Thank I you. mean, it, it's it's definitely unbelievable to say the least. I I definitely think that you know putting yourselves in these situations definitely helps but judd i mean it's it's been an absolute pleasure absolute pleasure to have you on thanks for coming on thank um, you so much i mean it's good luck i appreciate the, it this this saturday i mean yep, I'll, we'll be rooting for you thank I you guys it's i mean i'll mention it one more time um slippery rock could stand in the psac championship game this saturday 12 o'clock start tailgate Permits have sold out already. Parking passes are still selling. Tickets are still selling. It's going to be a busy weekend of Golden Bear. F- not only football, but athletics. But, mm-hmm. Judd, one, one final statement if you got it. Um, I, I uh, hope everyone can come out this Saturday.
2: Um, let's go win that PSAC championship. Yes, sir.
0: Absolutely. Judd, I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming on. And to you, the listener, thanks for listening to the Bears Beat one more time this week, and we'll be back next week talking about your Golden Bear Athletics right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown.